Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked all night and have caught nothing, but at your command I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled boat, both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him, and likewise James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. Twenty-second week, Thursday. Obedience strengthens and is fruitful. Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesareth with a great crowd who wanted to hear the word of God. Nearby, Peter and his companions were washing their nets after a night's fruitless fishing. Jesus, looking for some way to gain an entry into Simon's soul, asked him for a loan of his boat and to pull back a few yards from the shore. And seated there, he taught the multitude from the boat. When he had finished speaking, Jesus said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Perhaps by then they had finished cleaning their nets of the weed and slime of the lake, Peter's every instinct was to say no. They were tired, all the more so because of their failure to catch anything. Their nets were clean and neatly stowed for the next night's work, and the time of day was in any case totally unsuitable for fishing. 
But there was something about Jesus' glance, his imperious yet winning manner, the extraordinary fascination he always has for noble souls that caused Peter to put out from the shore once more. His only reason for launching the boats was Jesus' command. Master, he said, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. In verbo autem tuo, at your word. That is a wonderful reason. Very often, when we are waylaid by the weariness of that comes from not seeing any results in our interior life or in the apostolate, when we have the sensation of total failure and have lots of reasons for wanting to give up, we should hear the voice of Jesus saying to us, Begin once more, start off all over again, in my name. The secret of all progress and of every victory is, in fact, to know how to begin again, to learn from a failure and to try once more. Through these apparent failures, our Lord is perhaps trying to tell us that we ought to act for more supernatural reasons, out of obedience, for Him and only for Him. The power of obedience, the lake of Genesareth, has denied its fishes to Peter's nets, a whole night in vain. Then, obedient, he lowered his net again to the water and they caught a huge number of fish. Believe me, the miracle is repeated each day. If ever we find ourselves tired out and unable to begin again, we should look to Jesus beside us in the boat, inviting us to put into practice with interior docility, with real effort, the advice we receive in confession or in spiritual direction, and we will find the strength to go on. In this context, St. Teresa says, I often thought my constitution would never endure the work I had to do. But the Lord said to me, Daughter, obedience gives strength. Obedience is essential in order to follow Christ closely. Peter put out into the lake with Jesus in his boat and quickly discovered that the nets were filling with fish, so many in fact that they were in danger of breaking. They beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. There was fish for everybody. Obedience is always rewarded bountifully by God. This passage of the Gospel is full of lessons for us. At night, in Christ's absence, their work had been in vain. The same occurred to those people who try to pronounce apostolic works without counting on God. If they insist on being guided by their own experience and by mere human factors, they end up in the greatest darkness. You insist on trying to walk on your own, doing, doing your own will, guided solely by your own judgment. And you can see for yourself that the fruit of this is fruitlessness. My child, if you don't give up your own judgment, if you are proud, if you devote yourself to your apostolate, 
you will work all night. Your whole life will be one long night. And at the end of it all, the dawn will find you with your nets empty. Peter showed his humility by listening to someone who wasn't a fisherman and so could be supposed to know nothing about the work in which he, Simon, had acquired so much experience and so much knowledge. Yet, he trusts our Lord. He has more confidence in Jesus' word than in his own years of toil. In this, we can also see that our Lord was already won his way over and that very little more was needed to get him to leave everything for Jesus' sake. Peter's trusting response to Jesus was Jesus' words were the final touches in this invitation. By eliciting from him this act of obedience and total confidence, our Lord had prepared the ground for his vocation. Above and beyond any considerations of convenience or efficiency, the principal reason why obedience is so essential for the disciple of Christ is that it forms part of the mystery of redemption. Christ revealed to us his mystery. By his obedience, he brought about our redemption. And so, anyone who wishes to follow the Master's footsteps cannot place any limit to his obedience. Jesus taught us to obey in easy things and in heroic things because he obeyed in things which were very weighty and difficult unto death on the cross. Obedience causes us to want to identify our will in everything with the will of God. This will is manifested through our parents, our superiors, and the normal duties of family, social, and professional life. In a special way, God's will for our soul is revealed to us in spiritual direction. God expects of us, therefore, an upright conduct, which is characterized at every moment by the refined and cheerful manner in which we are subject, for His sake, to all forms of lawful authority, and in the first place, to the Roman Pontiff and the Church's Magisterium. If we stay with Christ, He always fills our nets. In His presence, even what appears to be fruitless and pointless becomes effective and fruitful. Obedience makes our actions and sufferings meritorious in such a way that, no matter how pointless they may seem, they in fact can be extremely fruitful. One of the wonderful things our Lord has done is to have made the most useless things pain, meaningful. By his obedience and his love, he has made it glorious. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. mustn't resist God's will. Peter is dumbfounded at the catch they have just landed. In this miracle, our Lord manifests himself in a special way to Peter in particular. Peter looked at Jesus and then threw himself at his feet, saying, 
depart from me, for I am a sinful man. He realized how insignificant he was in comparison with Christ's supreme majesty. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. Henceforth, you will be catching men. When Peter and his fishing companions had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. Jesus began by asking Peter for a loan of his boat and ended up with his life. Peter was destined to have an indelible effect on all those souls that Christ himself was to place in his care. He began by obeying in small things, and our Lord showed him the wonderful plans which he had prepared from all eternity for him, the poor fisherman of Galilee. Peter never suspected the transcendence and the value of his life. Thousands and thousands of people have enkindled their faith in the faith of those men who that day followed Jesus, and especially in that of Peter, who was to be the rock, the immovable foundation of the church. Nor can we foresee all the consequences of our following Christ faithfully. He continually asks us for a greater response, for more docility and more obedience to the things He gradually shows us. If we are faithful, someday He will let us see the full importance of having followed Him with deeds. Among those around you, apostolic soul, you are the stone fallen into the lake. With your word and your example, you produce a first circle, and it another, and another, and another, wider each time. Now, do you understand the greatness of your mission? Let us not try to restrict God, as Peter did it. If you are one of those who launch out into the deep, set the course straight and firm. If you give yourself to God, give yourself the way the saints did. Let no one and nothing occupy your attention and slow you down. You belong to God. If you give yourself, give yourself for eternity. Let neither the roaring waves nor the treacherous undercurrent shake the complete solidity of your foundations. God depends on you. He leans on you. Put all your energy into it and row against the current. Look in alto. Launch out into the deep waters with the daring of those others who love Christ. Our Mother, the Virgin Mary, Stella Maris, Star of the Sea, will teach us to be generous with God when He asks us for a loan of a boat and when He wants us to give Him our entire life. We shouldn't ask for any special conditions in order to follow Him.